Hello and welcome to Love Signals. My name is Michaela McDonald, and I will be your host as we continue this journey of exploring all the ways that love is sending signals to us and through us. Welcome back, everybody. Today is episode 13, and I'm so excited about the content of today's podcast. I don't know if all of you are aware of this, but back in June, the James Webb Telescope started to send some of the deepest images of space that we've ever been able to see. And it's so gorgeous. These images of space show galaxies, show stars that are so far away. And these images are so vast. There's so much going on in them. They're spiraling like stardust and galaxies. And I don't even know all the terms and all the words for what I'm seeing, but there's this feeling of awe when I look at these images. There's this feeling of excitement and and beauty and wonder. So if you guys want to look up these images, a great website to do that at, because I, I did a little noodling around on the internet. And the best website I found was webtelescope.org. And that's web with two Bs. James Webb Telescope, right? Webtelescope.org. And then the area I was going to was slash news slash news dash releases. Um, and you can see these really, really high quality images of the most detailed captured images of space that we have now. And as July is evolving, we're getting even more images. Um, We're seeing, you know, images of a dying star and these like beautiful colors and shapes that are created as a star dies. We're seeing different galaxies, black holes. One of my favorites is um, the Carina Nebula. And it's like this glittering landscape. They call it a glittering landscape of star birth. Cosmic cliffs, glittering landscape of star birth. It's incredible. It's incredible to see what's out there. And basically what we are part of. I don't know. Once again, I don't know what you all have heard and what you haven't heard. But we are made of stardust because of the big boom. Big bang? Big boom. (laughs) Because of the big bang. And basically this, you know, explosion of all that matter that there is stardust in us, you know, um, carbon, matter, all of that is part of our bodies, part of our, our being. And it's so, that's just so beautiful to me to think about that we are stardust and stars really amaze me. The fact that there could be these, you know, this matter that's out there that glows, right? That, that produces light just like the sun. The sun's a really big star, right? But this, but there's something out there that's sending light out. It's something that's so profound to me that feels very love signals-y about the James Webb Telescope and all these images we're receiving is that the light we're seeing that's being captured in these images is old, right? It takes so much time for light to travel from deep, 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 deep in space to reach the telescope so it can be captured in a photographic capacity. So we're basically looking into the past 
We're looking into the deep past, but here we are now receiving the messages, receiving the visual signals of that whole other vast part of the universe. And it feels like a love signal to me. It feels like all these images I feel, as I said before, awe, wonder, excitement. And I also feel this sense of love of, oh my gosh, there's so much beauty out there. There's so much wonder out there. There's so much mystery out there. And what a beautiful time we live in where we're able to, with all of our ingenuity as humans, we're able to create things that allow us to receive those signals, right? Because that light is, you know, while it may become very diffuse, it is shining on us. It is finding its way to us. We just may not see it. We may not, we don't have this beautiful telescope that can, in our own eyes, right? But that light, those signals, that that energy from those stars, from those faraway galaxies is rippling out from those places out to us in this big symphony of light and sound and particles and waves. And we are bathed in that. So whether or not we feel it or see it or hear it or touch it, it doesn't mean that it's not there. And so there's something beautiful to me about these photos because it feels like they're, they're letting something that's happening already become vivid. They're letting this signal of love and beauty and wonder and growth and death and like just so much dynamism, right? Be much more vivid and tangible to us. So I'm very excited about that. And as it happened, which is, seems to be the magic and wonder of this podcast that I so enjoy, as I was going through my, my book, The Untethered Soul, which is the one we've been focusing on for a few episodes here, and going through my old journals from the year-long Love Letter Project, I happened upon entries in both of them that really go well with this idea. So we'll start with The Untethered Soul. This is from page, I believe, 118, right at the chap the end of chapter 12. Imagine your house of thoughts standing in the middle of an ocean of light from a trillion stars. Imagine your awareness trapped inside the darkness of that house, struggling daily to live off the artificial light of your limited experiences. Now, Imagine the walls crumbling down and the effortless release of consciousness expanding into the brilliance of what is and always was. Now give that experience a name, enlightenment. So he's talking about enlightenment here and you know, I, I'm still revisiting this book. I actually just jumped ahead to this piece here, so I don't even fully understand his his definition of enlightenment. But what a beautiful word, right? Enlightenment, like to lighten yourself. To and, and as he describes so beautifully here, this image of letting the walls fall down and the light of a trillion stars shine on you, that is to be lightened, to be to have light shine on you. So I think that's a that's a beautiful beautiful way to describe that and 
in this chapter he's talking about rather than focusing on enlightenment just focus on whatever is blocking you from that and what I love about that idea of just address you know the debris the the walls whatever that might be just focus on that because basically what I hear him saying here is like the enlightenment the the light the love the goodness that is already here is already here and it's ready it's ready to connect with you it's 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 pressing up against those walls of that house in that ocean of a trillion stars and as you start to address the walls right simply by addressing the walls and helping them crumble helping them open up the light starts to find you it's inevitable right and and in a way maybe it's more about letting go maybe it's so much of the holding on to the walls holding on to this what did he say yes the the thoughts that create that house right the thoughts that we attach to and and focus on and get caught up in that create all those walls that's really what he's describing here how it's like this that that psyche that he talked about earlier in the book and that I talked about in my last episode the way that that almost creates this step of removal from the truth of our experience in each moment and what what a beautiful way to think about it and how, and how well that maps onto this idea of it being a wall basically we create these walls around us with our thoughts that separate us from our direct experience of the beauty and the light and the wonder that is life that is our true selves our true essence and in a way this whole description really reminds me of the year-long love letter project I did I I felt like maybe it wasn't a constant maybe it wasn't like the walls crumbled down and then there I was in absolute radiant light just held and suspended but I know that I experienced glimpses of that light, right? It would start to peek through and find me and shine on my face and shine on my hand and guide me as I walked through the neighborhoods of Boulder, Colorado and and up into the mountains and on my long bike rides and up the canyon following the creek. And like there's ways that I felt this sense of all that goodness, all that love, all that light holding me, finding me, meeting me. And I'm just so grateful that I was able to connect with that. And I think that's partly why I'm so passionate about this idea of love signals because it feels like such a deep and profound experience that I've, I've had. And I imagine that other people could really benefit from it and could really Oh, just feel deeply soothed and deeply met and deeply um, held by this feeling, this feeling of, of being loved and being cared for on, on a bigger level than we may realize. So the love letter that I found that goes so well with this is from August. August 13th of 2020, to be specific. Here it is. My love letter today is an image. 
It's of me, lying in the dark, with the waning moon outside, and celestial bodies shimmering. And I'm so soft and held in my silky bed. Gentle breezes caress my face and hair. The plants in my space nestle in for the night. And my hands are glowing pink and gold. And they gently rest on my chest, over my heart, singing and calling to it. And one finds its way into my hair and scalp and forehead and rests there, reverent to the curves and lines and shapes. And I sink deeper into the deep blue silk of the night, meeting the edge of physical and non-physical breathing, slower and deeper, so safe, so held. And my hands light up a sky of stars in my body, yellow, white, red, shimmering blue. My body is a reflection pool for the cosmos. And my hands are two giant stars radiating light and warmth into infinite space. The light of gratitude and reverent celebration in hands, in stars, as in the sun shining on my body as I write this. This is love. I really love that one. I can't believe I found it for this episode and that oh, I don't even remember writing it. I don't I don't remember writing any of that. There's something so cool to me about writing. Because I often have felt in my life that I'll write something and then I'll come back to it later and I'm like, "Whoa. I wrote that?" <laughs> writing to me in a way does feel like some way of connecting with another love signal. Oh my gosh, here we go. Like love is finding a way to communicate with me, to, to describe life, to describe anything. I remember there was one essay I wrote in high school about a Western movie. And I remember rereading that essay and being like, whoa, I wrote this? It just felt so strong and profound and interesting. And it's surprising. I was like, I don't even remember fully having all those thoughts. And I do think there's a way that when we allow ourselves to open up to that energy that wants to come through us, love, God, whatever you want to call it, it can illuminate such beautiful truths and such beautiful insights about life, whether it's a movie or, or, an idea or reflections on a walk, whatever it is. I think for me, writing is, is one of those ways that I, I connect with love signals. I mean, wow, I'm realizing how obvious that actually is. It's so funny I haven't pinpointed that before because that year-long project was me writing every day. <laughs> but I think in a way I, I held the writing piece of it as more the utility of just, you know, the action and that maybe the, the love signal part wasn't like nestled into that action. Maybe it was just that action allowed me to bridge the gap to connect with this other bigger thing. But I, it's part of it. It's totally part of it. And of course, writing is a form of communication. It's a signal that we can send to someone. 
that we can send to ourselves, past, present, future. Wow. This is cool. <laughs> oh, you all, I, um, I hope that you go onto the um, webtelescope.org website and look up some of these images. Carina Nebula, I believe is the name of the one that is just like, whoa, really blowing my mind. But all of them really are, are truly stunning. And may you feel the love signals of those images when you look at them. There's something so beautiful too about the contrast of dark and light. All that darkness of space helps the light of the stars and the nebulas and the clouds of dust, of stardust, shine that much brighter. I'm so grateful to be alive. It's just all so beautiful to me. And what a wonderful love signal to identify <laughs> these images. Yeah. And those stars, like here I am, you know, sitting, sitting in my home and granted, you know, there's a roof over my head, but there's, there's windows and there's light streaming in there. And like I said, early on, all those particles, all those waves, while they may have dissipated, while their, their, their light may not be seen by my naked eye in this moment, they're out there beaming their light at us, at me at you. You're so much more held and, and illuminated by a trillion stars. I, I honestly don't even know how many stars there are in our Milky Way galaxy. It'd be a great number to look up. <laughs> but there's a lot. Let's be clear. It's a lot. The abundance is real. And you are so much more held and illuminated and wrapped up in all that light than you may realize, even in the dark. Even in the dark, it's there. So I think we did it. Please, if you are digging this podcast, if you like it, if you're into it, please, please, please subscribe. Leave me a rating. Leave me a review. Share this podcast directly. If there's episodes, you're like, mm, this one, this one's really juicy. I want my friend to know about it. I want my loved one to know about it. Share it, please. I want I want to be a love signal to anyone in your life who uh, you share me with. <laughs> so I hope that you're well. I hope that these ideas and this, this um, true, true spectacle of the cosmos uplifts you, fills you with even more wonder about the, the magic of being alive here right now. With that, I will leave you and us with the beloved phrase, there's so much love here for you. May you continue to feel it more and more every single day. Take care. <laughs>